This is episode number two of High Impact Leaders, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Everybody, welcome to episode number two of the High Impact Leaders podcast. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, author of 28 Ways to Influence People and Cultivating Customers, also the founder of High Impact Leaders. And this is the podcast that, uh, you know, where we, we help you add confidence to your performance and motivation to your organization. Uh, the, the, this is a, this is podcast number two. So this is a continuation of the, of what we covered last week or what I started covering last week anyway, which was a, a personal vision statement. And if you missed last week's episode, make sure and go back to listen and listen to it because um, we covered a lot of the foundational things as to why you really need to create a personal vision statement for yourself. I kind of explain how the the vision statement or the goals that I set for myself when I was like 24 years old really helped me accomplish some pretty fantastic things by the time I was 35, 40 years old. And, and you can do the same in your own career. No matter where you're at right now, you can, you can use your personal vision statement, your goals as a way to, to drive you to a higher level of success. So what we're going to talk about this week, though, is we're going to take you through the step by step process to help you create one of these personal vision statements. And just so you know, I mean, the, the, the personal vision statement can just be a single sentence or it can be very elaborate. I like, I like it to be a little bit more in depth, something that you can that's tangible, something that you can read on a daily basis and it will kind of drive you to a higher higher level of performance. Uh, the main thing that you want to use your personal vision statement for, though, or the, or the generator that we're going to that I'll, I'll give you access to in, in the next couple of seconds is is to really drive your behavior. It, it's it's a roadmap with milestones. So this statement should be used as a way to, to quickly look at where you're at in life right now and determine if you're moving toward your goal or away from it. I mean, that's kind of that's the whole concept in a nutshell. Now, I'm going to take you through a step by step process here and you can actually follow along on uh, on our website if you want to you can go to leadersinstitute.com leader plural leadersinstitute.com slash pvs personal vision statement pvs and uh, and it should forward you over right to the the podcast notes on this that have a form that you can fill out that uh, once you kind of fill out the form it'll spit out a um a, a personal vision statement for you so step number one is to determine what characteristics you truly value in others and, and those, the, the, the characteristics that you want to emulate, the, the ones that, that you see other people, those characteristics that other people have that you say, ah, I, I really want to make sure that I'm, I'm embodying those, those principles as well. So, um, so when you're establishing your, your list of values, you know, just so you know, um, the, the exercise that we're going to take you through in the next couple of seconds, we're not talking about God or family or country. I mean, I, I know that, um, for a lot of us, um, we value our relationship with God more than anything else. And we value our relationship with our family members more than our careers. That's really not what we're talking about here. Um, we're, instead, we're, we're talking about the personal characteristics that you want other people to notice in you 
And, and a good way to kind of figure out what those characteristics are for you anyway is to think about someone that you know that you would describe as being, quote unquote, successful. You know, somebody, however you measure success, by the way. So think about somebody you look at and you go, God, that person's got, got things really going in his or her direction. And then once you have that person in mind, kind of write down a list of characteristics that really describe that person in detail. So what are the characteristics? If you were to describe that person, what are those characteristics that this person possesses that set them apart from people who are maybe less successful? And, and by the way, um, we, if for, if you're, if you, if you have access to the, the podcast notes, if you go to the website that I gave you before, um, there is a, uh, we have a list on the, the website that you can kind of use and you can, you can just select from them. I, basically what we did was we listed the top 20, 30 or so of, of words that tend to come up when I'm doing this one on one with folks. These are the words that come up. Um, I, I'll give you some as a, as a, well, I'll just, just kind of read off the list here too, because that'll be a lot easier. So the things that come up most often are words like integrity, courage, confidence, sincerity, being goal oriented, their work ethic, being personable, charisma, fun, <laughs> determination, enthusiasm, dependability, ambition, thoroughness, being detail oriented, being respectful, faithfulness, charity, accountability, empathy, humility, conviction, optimism, diligence, imagination, and creativity. So those are the, the, that's the list of items that come up most often. You can add more if you want to, but most often the, the, the things that you would have come up with on your own are going to be in that list somewhere. But like I said, feel free to add to that list if you want. Um, once you have your list, though, what you want to do is you want to go back to that list that you've written down and then identify the five characteristics characteristics that you feel are really most important to success. So out of all of those things, let's say you came up with 10 or 10, 20 or whatever words that you that describe this successful person. Out of them, pick the top five. What if the five that if this successful person didn't have these five things, their success would crumble. Right. So if these are the things that are most important, and and kind of go through the list. Now, um, if you if you um, if you're kind of listening to the podcast uh, uh, at home or at the office. Pause the podcast real quick and, and kind of go through the exercise or or better yet, just pull up the website and you can kind of do this as as we go. But take take a moment to really think about those items that we mentioned and which ones are, are most important. And once you kind of have that 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 top five or so, then kind of restart the the uh, podcast. So now that you have the five things that are most important to a person's person success. Um, and you know that these five characteristics, what you want to do is, is that these are the five that are most important anyway. What you want to do is rate them, you know, put out of, out of the five things that you wrote down, if you had to pick only one of them, which would be the most important and put that as number one and then put number two down and number three, number four, number five. So in the, out of the five that you came up with that are really most vital to a person's success, Right. Um, number them in sequential order from most important to least important. And then once you do that, since you know that those are the five things that are most important and you have the the number one, two, three, four, five, then if you were to just pick those top three, the number one, the number two and the number three items, then you're going to know 
that those three are most critical. Out of the 10, 15, 20 words that you came up with, you'll know that number one, two, and three are the ones that are most critical. Once you have that, you've got almost the first sentence of your personal vision statement written because you can just kind of fill in the blank. So the way that I wrote it, you don't necessarily have to write yours this way, but the way that I wrote it was I wrote as a person, I value, and then whatever your value number one is, the, the one that was the, the item that was number one, and then number two and number three. So I value as a person, I value blank, blank, and blank in myself and others. My goal is to have the people that I interact with see these values in me. That's your first statement. So basically, that's your that's the first part of your vision statement. And that really drives a lot, drives a lot of the behavior that you have for yourself. Um, then step two, once you once you kind of have the the values, then step two is you got to kind of figure out what drives you. What are you most passionate about in life? If you think about it, enthusiasm and passion are, are really what make life worth living. <laughs> I mean, there are certain things in your life that really that, that, in our lives that that drive us to higher levels of success. And the saddest thing that I that I see as a coach is when someone has just given up. Right? I mean, I, 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 I give you an example. I mean, this was one of the, the saddest presentations, I think, that I that I that I delivered. I, I, I was, it wasn't because of the way that I delivered it or anything like that. It was just, was, it was one where once the event was over, I was like, Oh man, I'm really not sure if I helped at all. I mean, it was that, and that as a, as a speaker, as a coach, that is one of the things that is, that, that just hits us in our gut. You know, when we, when we're, we, we're doing the things that we know work and it's still not working. And and this was actually a motivational speech that I did for a youth group at an Indian reservation. This was years ago. It's probably 10 years or so ago. But the director of the tribe community center was a college graduate who was really passionate about helping his people. I mean, he basically left the, the reservation to go to college. And at, as a as a college student, his eyes were really open they opened up to the possibilities that were in the world. A lot of the the young people that were on the reservation never left the reservation. Everything that they needed was was right there on the reservation. So they never really saw a lot of the the outside world. And and when he kind of went away to college, he he wanted so badly to have these young people share in this optimism when he came back. And the challenge, though, he had a real serious challenge when he came back, though, because. Once young people on that reservation reached the age of 18, they began to get a stipend from the U.S. government. And, and it wasn't a lot of money, by the way. It was only a couple hundred. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but it was less than 300 bucks, I think, that they would get a month to as a as a stipend from the from the federal government. Some kind of deal that was set up, you know, generations ago. So it wasn't enough to live off of by yourself. But what a lot of these young people would do is they would if they if they shared rent on like a mobile home or a trade like an RV or a trailer home, then they could actually get by just off of just on that that little bit of money that the, the government was giving them and because the land that they would have put this RV or the the um, trailer home on it, it's provided by the reservation so it was free and and the thing that these young people kind of figured out was that without ever working a day in their life they could live a very frugal lifestyle it wasn't 
didn't have a whole lot of luxuries or anything like that. And as long as they had multiple roommates in their trailer home, they could they could exist anyway. And it was really sad because many of these young people had had absolutely no passion for life. They had no ambition. They, they were just getting by. And as a result, many of them turned to alcohol and they turned as drugs. They turned to drugs as recreation. And it was one of those things that that, you know, when I was speaking to these young people, it, it was kind of like it, it was the, it was there was a glazed look in their face. It was like, yeah, you don't know. You don't know the world, dude. You know, you're, you're some guy from the outside. You don't know what we live. You know, you don't know how we exist. And it was it was just really sad. It was one of those things that that um, I kind of uh, one of those things that that kind of still a decade later kind of kind of hit me hard when, when I think about it. But many of us that are in our normal day-to-day lives, we get into a similar situation. It may not be as extreme as, as the one that I just kind of outlined on the reservation, but if, if, if your career, if your family, if your faith, if, if they all revolve around your passion, then your life is going to be rewarding. If, however, you've kind of lost that passion and you're just kind of going through the motions if you're going through the motions in your career, if you're going through the motions in your family, if you're going through the motions with your faith, then it's 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 really sad. It, it, because, like I said, if we're if we're not if we're not growing, we're we're dying. So just kind of keep that in mind. So what you want to do for step number two is you want to kind of think about that thing that drives you. What are you most passionate about? And this could be this is where you just kind of fill in the blank. What is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? And like for me in my career, it, this is easy because one of the things that drives me is I absolutely love helping people get to a higher level of, of success. I mean, it's one of those things that when I go out and teach a public speaking class, it's a, it's totally rewarding to me because at the end of a, of a two day public speaking class, I can look at and see how much the people in my public speaking classes have grown and see how, how much more confident they are. And it's, it's a rewarding experience. So that, I mean, it's one of those things that, that it's funny because when I'm training new instructors, I'll, I'll sometimes kind of go, guy, you know, people pay us to do this. I mean, I would do this for free. It's so rewarding. I would do this for free, but you know, we actually get paid pretty well to, to do it. And um, and it's the same thing when I go out, when I'm doing leadership classes, when I'm doing my the high impact leaders classes all over the United States, Canada, Europe. And um, and we go in and, we, and we're working with a group of people that that um, are, are just looking to to knock the doors off of of uh, the um, the their goals. You know, they're, they're looking to accomplish more. And then we give them skills that help them accomplish that. It's a pretty rewarding thing. So that's what drives us. That's what's that's what we're passionate about. And so as a result, I mean, I can't wait to put out another podcast. I can't wait to write another blog post. I can't wait to go out and teach another class. It's not work. It's it's something that's really fun. And whatever it is that you do for a living, it's it's got to be your passion. You got to you've got to have that that inner drive. And when you can put that into words and uh, and make that a part of your personal vision statement, it can really help drive you, especially when things are tough. When when you get in one of those situations where things just aren't going really well. I mean, yeah, God, didn't close that big deal now. I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to keep the lights on, right? <laughs> that kind of thing. So when those things come up, you have to have that motivation to drive you to that, that next level of achievement. So step two is to write down what you're most passionate about. 
Now, the, the final thing that we're going to cover on this um, uh, episode is just I'm just going to give you an introduction to step number three, which will actually take a little bit of time. So we're not going to cover it on this particular episode, but I'll give you an overview. And if you are on the um, if you're on the the website, if you're doing if you're at the podcast notes and you're and you're filling out the form, you can basically just kind of follow through and and complete the form if you like. But the third step is to set goals for yourself. Now, what what I've created on the the um, the the vision statement generator is a very simplistic kind of goal setting. It's it's something that it's really designed to help you set goals for like the next year. However, I I find that it's really helpful if you have three different types of of goals. If you have an an immediate goal something that you want to work on in the next month or two months or three months, a yearly goal, something you want to accomplish by the end of the year, and then a futuristic goal, what the things that you want to accomplish before you die, right? So if you have kind of those goals set up and you add them to your vision statement, then it can really help you get moved to those higher level of levels of, of achievement. So stay tuned for for episode number three. We're going to cover step number three of how to create your, your personal vision statement. And we're going to go over goal setting when we get there. So we'll see you next week on the High Impact Leaders podcast.